0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the first ever Writ Nerds podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, today's episode, really all we want to do is, is kind of give you the background of who we are and why we got started. Um, we've already recorded a couple episodes, but we figured before we drop those, we give you a quick introduction to, to who we are and what we're about. And uh, yeah, so I'll get started and uh, kick it off to you, Nate.
1: Yeah, hello, I'm um, Nathan Pocock. I uh, live in Vancouver, BC, Canada. Um, and I'm the token Canadian of the group. We, uh, yeah, been in the fire service starting in 2008, volunteering with the East Sioux Volunteer Fire Department. 2011, I got hired here in the city, uh, been here ever since, still working here. Uh, 2015, joined the Canadian Task Force One, Heavy Urban Search and Rescue, and the city's technical rescue team. Uh, same year, we've started Apparefor, which is uh, a firefighter training company that we run out of Vancouver here with uh, six of us teaching NFPA 1407 and, of course, one tree and a few other things. But, yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Uh, huge passion for for RIT. All sort of started with a series of events myself and then uh, tied into trying to get a bunch of questions answered early on in my career from events that I had to deal with and, uh, happening around me and couldn't, couldn't get them anywhere here by myself, traveling far and wide to find the answers to the questions. And from there, I started to, uh, build up the program itself. So nobody else in the province would have to travel that far uh, to get the answers like I did. Um, yeah, that's me.
0: Cool, man. That's uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good introduction there. You're kind of the guy who got this whole thing going. So are you comfortable with giving the a little bit of a background on how we started this?
1: Cuz you kind I of connected actually, the I, dots I, I, I would kind of blame Ron, but Sure. When, yeah, we're probably going to go <laughs> we'll probably end up going around in circles.
0: I tried to go back to the beginning of the group message on Instagram, but I just got too too distracted. It, it was taking way too long to scroll through all those messages to see like who actually put that thing together.
1: Well, it all started when Ron asked me if I would keep helmets on or off, I think. And then we started chatting, and then he added in chat, and then me and you were talking separately, James, or Jim, fuck, we, it's gonna we, take me forever, man. We were Jim, arguing Jim. over the face mask, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were going over the face mask stuff, yeah. and then because I was already having conversations with Ron, and he added in chat, I was like, well, I might as well just add in Jim.
2: Yeah.
0: And then, Wow. Um, how about uh, Ron? Why don't you go next?
2: Uh, Ron Burgess Jr. I'm from Seymour, Connecticut. I've been a volunteer in Seymour for about 18 years now and started through the junior program. Um, I grew up at the firehouse, basically. I lived across the street from it. My father became a chief through it, so I was kind of already fed what I wanted to be, or not that I knew of, but at the time but about 5 years ago I was hired at the Westport Fire Department where I worked full time and um probably about 7 years ago now started a page many people may recognize on Facebook called Truck Floor Training with a couple of good buddies of mine and um that ran its course for for me for a few years um at home we got really heavily involved in RIT operations we were doing one two calls Every other week or so for RIT for a, a good year or so. And uh, I really needed to up my game into that aspect. Um, few a years, few, few years down the road, I found Nathan here and we got to talk in and we figured, you know, why is this information so hard to come across or why can't we figure anything out or answer any questions we have? Um, so, coming through each other, we found Chad and then yourself, James. So, you know, we decided to lock up, and I think the, uh, the next couple episodes will be great from what, uh, what we discuss.
0: Cool. Thanks, man. Um, all right, Chad, why don't you go next?
3: Hey, guys. Uh, my name is uh, Chad Zerfoss. I'm uh, from North Carolina. I work for the City of Charlotte Fire Department full-time. I've been uh, in the fire service going on 11 years. Uh, previous department was uh, City of Charleston down in South Carolina for about four years and some combination volley time part-time here and there um, currently uh, I serve as a lead instructor with truck company ops on the side um, gotten to uh, to the Rick game so to say uh, through a friend of mine who introduced me to uh, to Ron who's on the podcast with us and uh, just some questions I had and that sparked um, debate and then sparked more questions, more questions than we had answers at the time, actually. And a lot of what ifs, um, how would this work? Could this work? Things of that nature. Um, and then Ron actually introduced me to Nathan, um, the funny Canadian guy, y'all were here. And then, uh, through Nathan, I want to say, um, we all met James, but I had been following James's company before I knew him adapt and overcome because I bought one of their super awesome shirts. Shameless plug for James. Um, <laughs> they're very comfortable, by the way. Um, so we all kind of came full circle um, and had the, the Facebook group messenger for a while. Um, I think at one point in time, <laughs> through uh, Nathan's thought process, it was named uh, Fake Palm Trees in Canada for whatever reason. I don't, <laughs> there's a story there. We're going to have to have Nathan explain that one. We'll but have to it, go
0: into, uh, into that one on a, a later episode.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh let him tell that. But it eventually uh trickled down into what we have now the written nerds and then ultimately um compiling for uh the Facebook page now. So um so it's been a work in progress. Um and it's been cool to see it grow. Um and it's definitely been cool to talk with these guys. I'm always trying to surround myself with dudes that are way smarter than me. So it's it's been good good experience for me. So um uh, that's pretty much it for me.
0: Awesome, man. Thank you. All right. And uh, my name is Jim, Jim Kenny. Uh, As Ron and Nate's like to say, sometimes uh, I go by James. Um, I'm a third generation firefighter. I work in Fairfax County, Virginia, where I've been working for the last 12 and a half years. I'm a lieutenant there. And I've been volunteering for the last 11 years at Lutherville Volunteer Fire Company in Baltimore County, Maryland. And uh, kind of a two-way start here. What um, got me uh, introduced to you guys was just kind of uh, starting up Adapt and Overcome training a couple years ago, and then uh, putting some stuff out there and then through Facebook and Instagram, just kind of going back and forth. Um, what got me into training and specifically into RIT was uh, a line of duty death we had at Lutherville in Baltimore County a few years ago um and a lot of you guys if you're listening i'm sure you uh you're aware of it or you've seen it but it's the 30 Dowling circle line of duty death um mark falcon him and uh it uh it was uh the atf did a video uh fire modeling video of it and it kind of became uh this can't think of a good word but just the forefront of the fire behavior and flow path movement and they closed the door Uh, piece and really while we were waiting because as you guys know it takes forever it takes a year plus for a NIOSH report or an internal report plus these types of things to come out and while we were waiting for this to happen there are just so many questions going through our minds about what happened that night you know there was very few pictures that you could see Um, you, you know you could listen to the audio and then just the first-hand accounts from friends that were on the scene and you're just and I don't understand what happened. And when the ATF put out uh, the fire modeling, Adam St. John, when he he came up and showed us that, it really clicked. And what that did for me is kind of showed me uh, that you know the way we were training on RIT was not the way that the fire ground works. You know, we've been spending so much time training on RIT to be uh, strictly a recon and air supply. Uh, operation and in this case what we had was a fire uh, mayday you know Mark was trapped by fire and in my head at the time I was thinking you know why why is this why haven't we been talking about uh, water as a writ and that's taken me down a long path and uh, obviously met you guys actually Nate uh, we met a little bit kind of going back and forth arguing a little bit on the internet uh, about an article I put up a few years ago uh, with another line of duty death. But, um, with that, we were able to start a good conversation. And then, you know, you introduced me to Ron and Chad and this is where we're at now, you know, uh, a couple of years later and sitting here on a Friday afternoon, trying to get, uh, this episode out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I think what, what our goal here is for our future listeners, if we have any, if not it's just <laughs> us, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we want to have some key people in the fire service that either developed products um, and why they developed them to people that have actually been in these situations that we seek information to find from, you know, have them in as guest speakers. And then from time to time, you're going to hear basically a kitchen table discussion between us. So, you know, we hope our feedback or our questions could, you know, make you think or make you ask a question and figure stuff out for yourself or even approach us with
0: it. I couldn't agree more, Ron. It's, uh, you know, for a couple of years now, we've been having these discussions and every now and again, uh, a good uh, FaceTime chat, I should say group chat. And um, you know, Nate, Nate put out the idea like, man, we we have a good kitchen table discussion. Maybe we should record this and see, because I'm sure there's a couple people out there that have the same questions we have and would be interested into how we kind of play through the different answers that we bounce around off of each other to see what may work and which operation and discuss our failures and discuss our successes. And
1: yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't, I think the big thing is what we've always been doing, right? We, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, unofficially, um, like you say, we've, we've recorded some chats and stuff just for our own records but it's it's about having the conversations i don't know if it's just the people i run into or me myself i always find it interesting there's some brilliant firemen out there that are almost scared to talk about writ or go over writ stuff because they feel they're not an expert in that area or they're not uh all that stuff because typically when we do all this other stuff it's like well you go you go get force of entry training from Captain Morris because the man's forced more doors than anybody in the sun. Ritz kind of a funny phenomenon because do you really want to get training from a guy who's had 3,000 Maydays under his belt? Because how on earth did he get into 3,000 Maydays? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so you, 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 it, it's kind of a weird thing. And, and nobody uh, here is claiming to be an expert on anything we're just trying to have the conversation so we can learn because RIT's one of those funny things it's hard to find somebody uh, necessarily with tons of experience like the Captain Morris reference I made with Force and doors because if you're doing it right you don't have a lot of those experiences so it's one of those funny things I think that's why it's so hard to find the answers to questions um, is because everyone's Trying to figure it out themselves everywhere, so hopefully we can all uh, generate those conversations to get to get the answers we're looking for.
0: Right? Yeah, absolutely, man. And I think another thing too, there's there's a number of reports that have been put out in the last ten years uh, about RIT operations, not um, not close call reports, but studies. And I think in our atmosphere here, we can bring to bear the lessons that different fire departments have learned and help them share their their uh, lessons and their recommendations with everyone uh, hopefully of our followers and listeners and uh, get that information out and you know same thing with the Facebook group that uh, we put up you know a a place where people can come together and share some stories and uh, share their files and find some files on these reports and and have those discussions and and get them out in the open so the rest of us can can learn from them.
2: Yeah, I mean, like you guys said, there's so much information out there um, that's only come out in the last five to 10 years, and even some of that is very hard to understand because we don't have the perspective of of where it came from or how the operations were going that day. From some simple videos to firsthand reports or Mayday traffic we hear over the air, you know, those reports really help tie in some questions we have. Um, I mean, take a look at Project Mayday. thousands of entries and even sorting through that, we still can't gather a ton of information. I'm sorry, we can gather a ton of information, but it doesn't fill in all the pieces for me at least. You know, I understand what the questions they're looking for or the answers they're looking for. It's just, how did this all happen? Like, you know, I understand so much percentage of this equals so much percentage of that at this time of the day, but it doesn't really identify certain aspects of, of what I'm looking for, uh, and answers. I I don't know if any of that makes sense, but in my head it does. So, um, but just having these simple conversations with you guys helps get some of those questions cleared up, you know, whether it's, we should try this, we should try that, or that's not even relevant to what I do. You know, we talk about the hose line and, uh, our last session there, you know, there's a big difference between The four of us on what we do with that. So, I think having this this open forum, you know, especially like the Facebook group, it's really going to help us move forward to somewhere where anybody could find this information.
1: It it's like you say the data is hard because because even with Project Mainly, one of the great things it's finally done is we're starting to focus on successes as well as failure. Before it was all about line of duty deaths line of duty deaths, that was the only data we were collecting um, with Phoenix study, with Tarver and Asheville study, like all that stuff is, is fantastic, especially Asheville, which we've talked about before, but it's always been on the line of duties for deaths. and Project Mayday, so we're so heavy focused on that response, 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 and Project Mayday's transformed that around for us to realize that 93% of internal rescues and stuff like that. And, There's much more going on because we can see the successes too, much like uh, Justin McWilliams is doing with uh, the rescue survey and civilian rescues, rather than focusing on civilian deaths, yearly death tolls, also focusing on the successes and finding out what worked. Like the frustration all four of us have had with the recent through the floors that have happened, one in uh, Baltimore and the other one was, was it LA County, LA cities? Oh no, it was outside of LA. But a fantastic outcome, four guys went through and they pulled them out. Sounds like it went seamless and perfect. But all of us are going, well, how did they rescue it? How did they respond? What was the technique they used? What what made it work flawlessly and perfectly in the rescue? We can't find that data. So it's going to be nice to hopefully be able to start finding out that data to know what's working for everyone out there so we can start applying that across the board so we don't all have to figure it out when it's our bad day
0: right absolutely absolutely well um you guys feel good for uh ending number one right now and uh we'll get number two and number three posted up shortly after this one so our followers don't have to wait that long perfect uh, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we just want to let you know that uh, the RIT nerds podcast and especially episodes one, two, and three are supported basically by ourselves uh, and our individual training groups and pages. So uh, Ron, if you want to give your handles and then we'll, we'll go th- through uh, each of ours.
2: Yeah. If you guys want to reach out, ask questions, maybe get on there one day uh, you can find me at writ underscore ops on instagram uh just send me a message and i'll get back to you as soon as i see it nate
1: yeah uh likewise anybody wants to uh, ask questions uh, if you're on the west coast and you're like me and you find it hard to find anybody to talk to that's within 100 miles of you um <laughs> you can find me there on facebook prayer for underscore rescue or on instagram at prepare or underscore rescue underscore
0: yeah if you guys are interested in following uh, my page adapt and overcome training you can find us on instagram adapt overcome training and on facebook uh, adapt and overcome training Uh, you can reach out on either of those to any of us if you have any questions shoot us a message Uh, like ron said if you have a good story and uh you think you you would uh, have the courage to come up on here and talk with us and go on on the air we'd love to have you and to sit down and talk
1: with you. So um, yeah, we'll end it there and everybody have a good afternoon.